Hey guys, welcome to the Vision Podcast. We are glad that you're joining us today because we have a special treat for you. Our special guest this last Sunday was John Tash. He was a children's pastor for more than two decades and did a Saturday Sunday school where he bust in over 1,500 kids from around the city. He worked for Lester Summerall. He produced uh, a lot of his television programs in the earlier days. And he just really ministered to our church family this Sunday. So I'm telling you that so that you can prepare yourself because you're really going to enjoy this podcast. We love you guys. God. Hey, look at your neighbor and say, you're going to learn something today. Oh, wait a minute. There were two people that did not. Steve, what are you doing with that candy? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You did a great, you did such a great job on the drums this morning. I want you to take a handful of candy. Okay. Okay. And I want you to be looking for all those that are sitting back, hands folded, spiny face, looking straight this way, the back touching the back of the chair with a great big smile, a smile so big you can drive a Mack truck through that baby, okay? Okay. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to learn something today. Yes, go ahead and be seated if you would, please. Wait a minute. Steve, 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 Steve. Wait a minute. We might have fakes in the house this morning. You know, because they really want a piece of that chocolate. Are you taking a picture of me? Does my hair look okay? Okay. Are you ready? Steve, come on up here. Get a picture with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, are you ready? The man with the candy. We'll call him with the candy man, the candy, the candy man. Yeah. And the cheesecake man. Where's my cheesecake man? Richard, where are you? Where are you? Where did Richard go? Oh man. I'm going to have to make, I'm going to have to make this message go real quick because I'm looking forward to one of your cheesecakes. And I understand, I understand that's the first thing people go to when the service is out. Am I right, Miss Lori? Please save me a piece of your cheesecake, brother. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, I tell you what, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. You know, I like, I like to be around people that have some energy, to have some passion. You know, I'm around so many people. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I'm around so many people that say, well, brother, I'm just one of those low-energy persons. You lie. You lie in church. I cannot believe it. Because the same person that tells me, I'm just one of those low-energy persons. I just stand there during praise and worship. And then get you home watching a ball game. Some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. Because he's sitting next to you. No, no, no. I'm not, not in this church. Not in Vision Church. Ah, glory. Glory. Yeah. I minister to the Marine children. I go and do their camp every single summer. I've been doing it now for almost 20 years. And as I drive into the Marine base, I see a big sign over the gate that reads, Pardon our noise. It's the sound of freedom. You can, you can clap for joy. You can dance for joy. You can shout for joy. And you can sing for joy. But nowhere in my Bible does it say sit for joy. Wait a minute. Cut, take two. <clears throat> Thank you all 13 of you. You can clap for joy. You can dance for joy. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Zach, when you were given the announcements with your sister just a little while ago, I noticed you could do a little wiggle and a jiggle. Come on up here, come on up here. Get up here. Man, you gotta teach me how to do that. You gotta teach me how to do that, okay. 
Rebecca, can you do that, that, the, the, the dance that he did? I mean, did you see him do that? Do you do that all the time? Okay, show me how you do it. Show me how you do it. What, what, was, the, what was the steps? Okay. <clears throat> Everyone that thinks they can do the Zach dance, stand up, please. Who are you calling up here? Jacob, get up here. Get up here. Get up here. Everyone that can do the, Z- the Zach dance, stand up to your feet. Everyone, okay, get, get up here. Get up here. No complaints. Hurry up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's give Jack, Jack, Jacob a great big hand. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, are you ready? Teach us again. Okay, those of you that are standing, okay, the Zach dance. Are you ready? The Zach move. Okay. Uh, is it to the left? To the boom, 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 boom. Okay, everyone do it. Everyone do it. Everyone do it. Yeah. Okay, everyone that is standing to your feet, don't sit down. Come up here and get a piece of candy. Just those that did the Zach dance. You say, oh man, if you would have told me I would have got a piece of candy, I would have danced the Zach dance. Yeah, where's my friend Sophia? Where is Sophia, my friend Sophia? Sophia! Sweetheart, come up here, Mom. With Sophia? Come on, come on, come on, come on. I met her out in the lobby this morning. She is adorable. Sophia, would you come on up here with Mom? And this is what I want you to do, sweetheart. Who? Hurry, hurry, hurry. One piece of candy, five, four. And don't even think about eating that candy in church. He has... Oh, no, 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 don't think it. Yeah, 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 okay, you got five, four, three, two, one. Where's my friend Sophia and mom? Where'd you go? Oh, hi. This is what I want you to do. I want you to get a handful of candy. Mom, you get a handful of candy. And I want you, because it's family Sunday, to go out into the audience. Are you ready? Be looking for those that are sitting back. Hands folded. They have a great big smile on their face, okay? And you can count. Everyone put your fingers in your ears. Put your fingers in your ears. Lance. (laughs) Count teeth, okay? And if you can count at least 10 Holy macaroni, look at that girl right down. There's, there's 14 teeth in that mouth. If you can count at least 10 teeth, give them a piece of candy, but tell them don't eat it until afterwards, okay? So get yourself a handful of candy. Mom, get yourself a handful of candy, and you go with mom. Be looking for those that are sitting back, hands folded, smiley face, looking straight to there. You can take your fingers out of your ears. There you go, there you go. Now, I tell you what I'm gonna do. Miss Lori, you help me out. Since today is Family Sunday and we have the children in the service here, and I'm going to be doing an illustrated message, so I'm going to need someone to help me out sitting back, hands folded, smiling face. Um, the first person that stands up, when I say the word attention, I will let them come down here. Pastor Phil, would you come on up here? Get yourself three pieces of candy from my candy. My candy, yeah, 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 there's a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I say the word attention, the first person, Scott, Zeal, come on up here. You beat dad. Ooh. Oh, yeah, hurry, Zeal. Get yourself three pieces of candy. So anyway, when I say that word attention, the first, sharing, come on up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, turn in your bibbles, if you would, please, to, what did you say? You want the sugar, baby. You can have it, baby. Okay. Uh, oh, get yourself two more. Get yourself two more. Do they have sugar, baby? Um, yeah, probably somewhere in there, but you only have... F- oh, here's a box of dots. Here's some more sugar, baby. Oh, yeah, there's a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, Sharon, if you see any friends out there, okay, that are sitting back, hands folded. Hey, turn in your bibles, if you would, please, at John chapter 8. So, when I say A-T-T-E-N-T-I-O-N... No, 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 Steve, I spelled attention. I didn't, yes, Scott, you did it, you did it. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John chapter eight, verse 31 and 32. 
John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. And I know most of you here have these two verses memorized. But I am going to mess with your brain this morning. Fatterimact, I am going to mess with your theological thinking with these two verses. So I want you to stay with me and pay attention if you would please. Pastor Phil, again, I cannot believe it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> it seems like this side over here is faster than this side over here. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Pastor Phil, did you just give that piece of candy to... God loves a cheerful giver. Give it another piece. Yes, yes, yes. You're sharing. You're sharing. I love the sharing, the giving heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you, or then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then said Jesus to those Jews which, what? Believed on him. Let's stop right there. Then said Jesus to those Jews which, what? Believed on him. So we can call these Jews believers. How many believers do we have in the house this morning? Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you, notice the next word is underline, continue. If you, everyone say continue. If you continue in my word, then, then, then when? Then when you continue in his word, then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, shall make you free. You, we see from these scriptures that there is a difference between being a believer and being a disciple. Let me say that again. I'm going to go real slow with this because you need to understand the foundation of where I'm going this morning. Then you shall know the truth. Jesus was talking to believers, believing Jews, Jews that believed on him. He said, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. There is a difference between being a believer and a disciple. Jesus did not say they weren't believers. But the indication he is giving is they are not his disciples. Are you getting this? He didn't say they were not believers, but the indication is they were not yet his disciple. What is a disciple? I'm glad you asked. A disciple is a student of the word, one that follows closely ever learning and practicing God's word. That is the definition of a disciple, a student of God's word, ever practicing God's word, ever learning. You can't get enough of God's word. What is the prerequisite of being a disciple? Now, let me define the word prerequisite. A thing that is required as a prior condition for something else to happen. So, in other words, what is the requirement? What is required in order to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? You have got to continue in God's word. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you, what, continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. So what is the prerequisite of being a disciple? You have got to get your face in the book. More than on just Sunday morning. 
If you continue in his word, you will be his disciple. Based on what we've seen so far, if you continue in God's word, you will be his disciple. If you don't continue in his word, you will not be his disciple. You will be just a believer. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on, I told you I was going to mess with your theological thinking. Because I'm tired of being around people that have called themselves Christians that are living a dull, defeated, powerless Christianity. Ever been around those type of people? No joy, no passion, no energy when it comes time to worship God. Oh my God, don't you ever, don't you ever get used to what you have here at Vision Church. Don't you ever become an average worshiper because no one is attracted to average, not even God. God's not looking for average worshipers. He's looking for those that will worship him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, every part of their being. And if you are a dull, defeated, powerless Christian, you are just a believer this morning. Am I saying you're not going to? No, 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 no. You've received Jesus Christ in your heart. You are on your way to heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who helped me, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but ever have everlasting life. But if you remain just a believer and not a disciple, no wonder your Christianity is dull. No wonder you have no power. No wonder you have no anointing on the inside of you. And I'm preaching to the choir this morning. I know it. But I want you to get this down in your, your spirit, man. If you continue in God's word, you move from being just a believer to being a disciple. If you don't continue in God's word, you're just a believer. Now with that in mind, you ready for this? Take a picture of it. Many of the believers of today's church are living in bondage. They are living in bondage. You know, we have hundreds, if not thousands of songs that we sing on Sunday morning. I'm so glad I'm, I'm free. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer bound in fear and stress and, and everything else. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. But why is it when we walk out of church, we're bound? Many of the believers on your screen there, many of the believers of today's church are living in bondage instead of the freedom Christ provided because Freedom was never promised to believers, but disciples. Freedom, are you listening this morning? I told you I was going to mess with your brain. Freedom was never promised to believers. Freedom is only promised to disciples. If you continue in my word, then you will be my disciples and you shall what? Know the truth. When will you know the truth? When you get your face in the book and you move from being just a disciple to being, I mean, move from being just a believer into the, into the lifestyle, lifestyle of becoming a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, a believer, a believer does just enough to stay alive, but not enough to be blessed. I'm going to say it again. A believer does just enough to stay alive, but not enough to be blessed. A believer does just enough to stay alive, but not enough to be blessed. 
and I see so many people that call themselves Christians that are not receiving the blessings of God on a daily, daily basis. They're just believers. They, they even come to church, but they're not being blessed. You say, prove it. I'll prove it to you. Stay with me. Then you shall know the truth. When will you know the truth? When you get your face in the book and you continue in his word. Remember, Jesus did not say they weren't believers, but the indication is they were not yet his disciples. We have to move from being just a believer to being a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. A believer does just enough to stay alive, but not enough to be blessed. Just because you're in the church doesn't mean you're in the kingdom. Some people think they're in the kingdom when they're just in the church. How am I doing, Lance? Thumbs up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A believer worships God in every service. A believer worships God in every service. A disciple worships God at all times. A believer waits for miracles. A disciple moves in miracles. A believer waits for revival. A disciple lives in revival. Can you imagine what church would be like if we are all coming in as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ? We're not waiting for something to happen. We're not waiting for miracles. We move in miracles. We're not waiting for revival. We come through those doors. We are revival. We should be able to look at each other on Sunday morning and say, now that's revival. When I grow up, I want to be just like you. When you look at me, you should be able to say, now that is a man that lives in revival. I'm not waiting for revival, saints of God. You are a revival. Why? Because you have moved from being just a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ to being a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why it's so important that we need to get our children and our young people into church. Get them in the word of God. But not only get them in church, but have church at home called Daily Devotions. The goal of a believer is heaven. The goal of the disciple is to win souls for heaven. We've got some empty seats here this morning. They need to be filled. And by the way, I like this. This is getting, I was back here in, back in November and the crowd becomes bigger and it's getting bigger and those walls are going to have to go back, back, back. Why? Because they're coming in. They're coming in. Let your light so shine before. But you know what? When they come in, when they begin to come in, when those that are lost and hurting begin to come in, they're not looking for people that are just like them. They're looking for people that are calling themselves disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those that are revival. Oh, yeah. I shared this yesterday. Our young people and our children, they're not lethargic and complacent to the things of God. They're just bored. Why? Because they're coming into our churches and they're seeing us adults just stand there like a bump on a log during praise and worship. And we wonder why our young people are leaving the church. Because they look at our faces. They see no joy. They see no energy. They, oh, Hello. My wife and I have been doing this thing called ministry for 47 years now. And we've been working, we've been ministering to children and young people. And Rachel, you talked yesterday about the family ministry. This is family ministry right here. Boy, we, we, need, we need a revival, revival in the homes. See, most people are there waiting for revival to come into the church. 
I've done a study on revivals. How many remember the Pensacola revival? I used to go down there all the time and speak, Sharon. I used to speak two, three times a year. Why do revivals, you know, the, the longest one that ever lasted was for seven years. Why didn't it last any longer? Because we refuse to pass on to the next generation. Whew. Glory. James chapter 1, verse 22 and 25. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Ooh. Who deceives their own selves? Believers that thinking, I'm okay. I go to church on Sunday. I give my offering on Sunday. No joy, no passion, no energy, no life, no witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. The people on the job don't even know you're a Christian. And you wonder why. You deceive your own self. Thinking, I'm okay. I'm on my way to heaven. Yeah. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Verse 25. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty. Ah, there's that word. And continueth. What's the perfect law of liberty? God's word. If you continue, going back to verse 32, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed? Whosoever looketh into the word of God and continues, a person that continues in God's word moves from being a believer to being what? A disciple. Continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Here is the question. What man is going to be blessed? The doer. It's the doer that is blessed. The hearer is not blessed. It's the disciple that is blessed. It is not the believer. That is why... We have in our churches all across America those that call themselves Christians that are just believers. They're living a life. They're living more in their past. Can't forget the sins of the past. See, you can't live in sin on Monday without it affecting your worship on Sunday. That is why we've got a lot of people on Sunday morning that can't lift up their hands in worship they have no joy. They have no passion. When Pastor Phil got up here and began to talking about worship, there's only one part of a Sunday morning service that is 100% directed toward God, and that is our worship. And so many people show up 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late. Do you know, <clears throat> I hope this isn't a striking revelation to anybody, but you know, God's not going to learn a thing from this message. He's not up there in heaven saying, whoa, John, I never knew that before. No, 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 no. It doesn't surprise God. But what, what, what makes an impact on God is our worship on Sunday morning. What makes an impact on your children, mom and dad, is when they see mommy and daddy and grandma and grandpa worshiping God on Sunday morning with their hands lifted up and saying, come on, son, come on, daughter, do what daddy does. Come on, son, do what mommy does. But most of the time we sit there like a bump on the log and we wonder why we're losing them by the thousands. How am I doing? Jim, how am I doing? My, I met you all the way from Joplin. How far is that? An hour away? Little over. Am I doing okay, brother? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim said, I'm doing good. Oh, uh, yeah. 
It's not the hearer that's blessed. It's the doer. It's not the believer that's blessed. It's the disciple. When you get your face in the book and and you become a student of God's word, and you're not just here on Sunday to, you know, matter of fact, Jacob, come on up here. Help me out. Help me out. Hey, Zach, come on up here. You're clapping for Jacob. You might as well come on up here too. See, the hearer, the hearer worships God in every service. Would you be able to, you've got lots of muscles. Can you move that table right up here? Okay, yeah. The hearer worships God in every service. A doer worships God at all times. A hearer waits for miracles. A doer moves in miracles. A hearer waits for revival. A doer lives in revival. The goal of the hearer, what? Is heaven. When we all get to heaven. Sing it with me. When we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. You don't know. No, I don't know. Sorry. Zach knows it. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Oh, when we all see Jesus, we'll shout and we'll sing and shout the victory. Did you get that on video? Did you get it? Get on down here. Sit it right down here. Your two fan friends. Who are your fan friends back there? Uh, Caleb and Sarah. Yeah. Get on down here. Get on down here. Right. Sit right down here in the front row. Yeah. Get your bring. Bring your cell phone. Yeah. You can take a picture of this. <sighs> yeah. 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 The goal of the hearer is heaven. The goal of the doer is to win souls for heaven. The hearer does just enough to stay alive, but he doesn't do enough to be blessed. Verse 25, this man will be blessed in his deeds. What man? It is the doer of God's word. So this morning, Jane, drum roll please. Everybody, drum roll, please, because she has, she's going to bring up here on the platform, she is going to bring up uh, two balloons. Thank you, Jane. Yes, yes, yes. And I am going to give one to Jacob, and I'm going to give one to Zach. Step right up over here, if you would, please. Now, they are going to illustrate for us this morning the difference between being a hearer of the word and being a doer of the word. Because we all know that Jesus talked about this a lot in scripture. He that is a doer of the word is like a man that built his house upon the rock. But the hearer built his house upon the sand. And the rains came down, and and the rains came down, and the floods came up. Sharon, help us with the motions, please. She immediately went into motion mode. Come on up here. Come on up here and turn around and face the audience. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, are you ready? The doer of the word built his house upon the rock. The hearer built his house upon the sand. And the rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. And the house on the rock stood firm. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rains came down and the floods came up. And the rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down. The rains came down. The rains came down. The rains came down. And the floods came up. And the floods came up. And the house on the sand went 
Blatt, you got it. Okay, yeah, let's give Sharon a great big hand. That was a great job. Now, the house was built on the rock. House was built on the sand. For the doer of the word, when the storms came, by the way, same storm, same winds, same flood hit both houses, both houses. And when the storms of life come and the winds begin to blow and then there's battles that you need to fight in your family and in your home and in your marriage and then, you know, there are battles, there are struggles that we all face. But when the storms of life come, only those that are doers will last. The hearers won't. Only those that are disciples will be able to go through the times that we're going through. It will not be the believers because believers are not blessed. Hearers are not blessed. It's the doers. So, step right up here if you would please. Right up here. Um, you both have, have uh, a balloon. And I've got my marker. Um, Zach, you are going to be Johnny. So begin to blow up that balloon about 18 inches. And um, Jacob, you are going to be Joey, okay? Begin to blow up the balloon. It's not a race. It's not a race. But then get the balloon to where it's about 18 inches so it's both the same size, okay? Now, let me, while they're blowing up their balloon about 18 inches, yes, I see the cameras out, the videos are going, yeah, yeah, keep it going a little bit more, a little bit more, and just uh, compare your balloons, because one balloon is more, yeah, 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 keep on going, um, one balloon, okay, hold it right there, it's about equal, right? Okay, hold it up so I can put the name on it. You are going to be, you are going to be Johnny, and you are going to be Joey. Okay. Hold it right there, guys. Hold it right there, okay? Hold up the both balloons. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Johnny and we have Joey. Johnny and Joey are both... I've tried to make this message so simple that even us adults will understand it, brother. Okay. So, yeah. Johnny and Joey. Both boys... The same age, eight years old, Johnny and Joey. Both of the boys are eight years old. They go, both go to the same school. They both have the same teacher. They both go to the same church. They both sing the same songs on Sunday morning. They both hear the same message on Sunday morning. But there is something very, very different between boys. Let's start with Johnny. It's Sunday morning. <clears throat> it's Sunday morning. He loves, Johnny loves going to church. Church begins at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Do you know, Pastor? He doesn't come 10 minutes late. Because Johnny loves coming to church because he doesn't want to miss out on a thing. Matter of fact, Johnny even comes to help serve making sure everything is all set for the service before the people arrive. He loves coming to church. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Johnny sings all the songs. Uh, Johnny prays all the prayers. Uh, Johnny listens to the preacher preach a message. Uh, he even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. Johnny is growing up to be a super-duper giant Christian. Monday. Johnny continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. 
Tuesday, Johnny continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. Oh, yeah. Wednesday comes. Oh, Wednesday night at your house? Oh, yeah. The Bible study? Oh, he doesn't want to miss out. Johnny, Johnny. Oh, yes, yes. He loves it. Thursday, Johnny continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. And Friday, Johnny continues to increase. And Saturday, Johnny continues to increase. Do we need a man behind you just in case? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Saturday, Johnny continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. What's tomorrow? Sunday! <laughs> Guess what Johnny loves to do? Johnny sings all the songs. He prays all the prayers. Help me, everybody. Johnny listens to the preacher preach a message. He even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. Johnny is growing up to become a giant, giant, super-duper Christian. Monday, Johnny continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. Tuesday, Johnny continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. What's tomorrow? Wednesday. Oh, he goes to Bible study. Oh, ho, ho, ho. he never misses. He continues to increase in God's power and God's anointing. I'm getting to you pretty soon. Thursday and Friday and Saturday. What's tomorrow? Oh, Johnny loves going to church. Oh, yeah. Johnny, help me, help me. Johnny sings. Help me, everybody. Johnny sings. Jim, you got to help me, brother. I need your help. Johnny sings all the songs. Johnny prays all the prayers. Johnny listens to the preacher preach a message. Johnny even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. Johnny is increasing in God's power and God's anointing. Johnny is becoming a super duper giant Christian. Oh yeah, what's tomorrow? Oh, Monday, Johnny continues to increase in God's power. It's a good thing you're not up here, Brother Scott. Johnny continues Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And Johnny cannot wait to get to Vision Church because Johnny, 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 he, what, he, what does he love to do? He sings all the songs. Oh, man, this is great. How am I doing, Richard? Yeah, you're even doing. Johnny sings all the songs. What's next? Johnny prays all the prayers. Uh, Johnny listens to the preacher preach our message. Yeah, you got it, sister. You got it, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, the finger, the finger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Johnny, Johnny even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. Johnny is continuing to become a giant, super-duper Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, same age, same grade. They both have the same teacher in school. They both go to the same church. They both hear the same message. They both are singing the same songs. They both are listening to the same prayers. But there's something a little bit different between Johnny and Joey. Joey, Sunday morning. Oh, Joey loves going to church too. Joey, help me everybody. Joey sings all the songs. That row, of back row of men, if you don't help me, I'm going to have you come down here and help me. <laughs> Joey sings. I need to hear something coming out of your mouth. Four of you stand up in the back row. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, four of you stand up in the back row. Quartet, Joey. You got to hold the note. Joey. Wait until the, Joey. Joey. Joey sings all the songs. Joey 
praise. Oh, the prayers. And Joey listens to the preacher preach a dynamic message. Joey even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. Joey pats himself on the back and he says, I'm just such a good, good, good Christian. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Johnny is continuing to be a super duper Christian. Yeah, you got it. Um, Monday, something begins to happen. Tuesday, it continues to happen. Wednesday, it continues to happen. Thursday, it continues to happen. Friday, it continues. And by Saturday, Joey has become a wimp. But wait a minute. Oh, Sunday. Goes to the same church. Help me, everybody. Men, stand up. Help me. Joey, men, stand up. Joey, sings all the song. Joey, praise all the prayers. Joey listens to the preacher preach a message. Joey even puts his offering in the bucket as the... Ladies, you are doing very... The five of you, I love it. I'll get you next. I'll get you next, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joey puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. Joey pats himself on the back. I'm such a good Christian. On Sunday morning, Joey... When they sang that song... Holy, holy, holy this morning. Joey could feel the anointing of God flowing through his bones. Matter of fact, he even felt like dropping to his knees to worship God. He felt the anointing of God. Monday, something begins to happen. Tuesday, it continues to happen. Wednesday, it continues to happen. And by Thursday, forget Saturday this time, by Thursday, Joey has become a wimp, a wimpy Christian. But wait a minute, Sunday's coming. Joey can't wait to go to church. <laughs> yeah. Holy macaroni. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a 36-inch balloon. Um, let's say you're almost there, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Joey. On Sunday morning, help me, help me. Men. Joey sings all the songs. Ladies, five of you. Joey. Are you ready? What's the next one? Praise. Come on, a little bit more passionate, please. Joey, praise all the prayers. I need a preacher preaching the message. Oh, sweetheart, yes, come on, come on, stand up, stand up, okay? Joey listens to the preacher preach a message. Okay, offering time, offering time, offering. Who's going to be my offering time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, 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 where? Oh, oh, Hannah, Hannah Banana. Okay, Joey even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. He puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. He puts his offering in the bucket as the bucket pass by. He, you're supposed to say it with me. He puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. He puts his offering in the bucket as the bucket pass by. Oh, yeah, Joey. He feels God's anointing. Do you know what, Joey? He even was able to pray for someone this morning. He felt God flowing through his life Sunday morning. He felt God's power and God's anointing. Monday, something begins to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, it continues to happen. Sound effects. Wednesday, it continues to happen. Thursday, it continues to happen. Friday, he has become a wimp, a wimpy Christian. Saturday, 
me up. Man, you're never going to forget this. Okay, help them, everybody. Monday. Remember, Sunday, Sunday. He. All the songs. All the prayers. Listens to the preacher preach a message. He even puts his offering in the bucket as the buckets pass by. The bucket, yeah, yeah, you got it. Joey even feels God's anointing on Sunday. He hasn't felt God's anointing since the previous Sunday. Joey. Sweetheart, it's going to happen again. Monday, something begins to happen. Tuesday, it continues to happen, not again. Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And by Sunday, Same age, same grade, same teacher, same church. Both are hearing the same message. Jesus talked about this. Both are singing the same songs. Both are hearing the same prayers. One is becoming a super-duper giant Christian. One same church, same message, same worship songs is a wimp. And we've got a lot of those in our churches. Why? One is a doer. One is just a hearer. And Jesus said, when the storms of life come, it's only going to be the doer. And we are living in a day and in the hour where you better become a doer. We've learned some things over the past two years, have we not? It's only going to be the disciples. It's only going to be the doers. It's not going to be the hearers or just the believers. Now, let me ask you something. If you were going through a struggle in your life, which one of these would you want praying for you? Point to that person. Listen, yeah, you got it. I've made this message so simple that even the adults will understand it. The kids are pointing before the adults. Let me ask that question again. If you are going through a struggle in your life, which one of these do you want praying for you? By the way, which one is you this morning? Can I read a few things? I found this. I found this very interesting. You guys stay right up here. Listen to this. A recent study showed that over a lifetime, the average person spends, look at this, look at this, guys. The average person will spend 23 years of their life sleeping, 10 years working, nine years of their life watching TV, six years eating, five years of their life will be waiting in line, Five years of their life will be driving. Two and a half years doing their hair. I don't have that problem. Uh, either does Chris back there. <laughs> They're running all the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years playing phone tag. One and a half years cleaning the house. One year looking for lost or misplaced objects. You ready for this one? In the average lifetime, six months praying and reading the Bible combined. 
And we wonder why, we wonder why there are so many people that call themselves Christians that are living such a powerless Christianity. Vision Church, guess what? This is your time. This is your year. From moving to being just a believer to being a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. People from outside the walls of this church should be looking at our lives, be looking at our faces Monday through Saturday saying, I want what you have. What is it that you're doing? We should be the happiest people on planet earth. My Bible says in Psalm 114, verse 15, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Do you know, do you know, I just found this out. The average child will laugh 300 times a day. 300 times a day. The average adult, three. No wonder most adults are so tired at the end of the day. Do you know it takes 38 muscles to frown? It only takes 14 muscles to smile. Wow, that explains why adults are so tired and fatigued at the end of the day. I mean, the muscles frowning, 38 compared to 14, joyful. We sang about it this morning. I love it, I love it, I love it. Oh, and there is a, a sentence that we sang this morning. I wrote it down. Every time I'm with you, you never leave, you never. Every time I'm with you, I never leave empty. What'd you say? Every time I'm with you, I never leave empty. Every time I'm with you, I never leave empty. Does that describe you on Sunday morning? By the way, um, you can blow up those balloons. What does, and tie it, because we'll bring it to maybe the dinner or the gym afterwards. What's that, April, is that okay? We can bounce these babies around. Now, yeah, tie it, tie it up. Now, Joey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jacob, what does Joey need to do to stop living this dull Christianity, powerless Christianity, no passion, no joy, no excitement, no energy? What does Joey need to do? Read the Bible. Read the Bible. He reads it on Sunday. Every day. Ooh. What else does Joey need to do? Worship every day. He does it on Sunday. But every day. Yes. Joey's learning something. What else does he need to do? Pray every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just not on Sunday. What else does Joey need to do? Uh, pray, worship, spend time. Help him, everybody. Help him. Help him. Here. Let's... Yeah. Oh, oh, Lori. She's offering every day. Every day. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, oh, yeah. Pastor Phil, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give our guys a great big hand. Yeah. Zach, can you help us back over here? I don't know about you. I don't know. Yeah, Rebecca, come on up here if you would. But how many here, how many here, How many here? We'll have fun with that later after dinner in the gym, right? Right? Okay, good, good. And we've got two of those. You know why? Because Joey, Joey's no longer going to be just a hearer of the word. He's no longer going to be and get pumped up on Sunday and feel God's anointing because he wants to be a doer. So we're going to have Johnny and Joey afterwards out after dinner, out in the gym, we'll have a good time. Let me just ask you something. How many here this morning be honest how many here could move from how many need to be more of a doer 
Wait. Thank you, all four of you. Let me see the lights back on again, Chris, because maybe I missed. <laughs> I was hoping I would see all, everyone, but I only saw four, then the lights went down. Okay, turn the lights back up for me. Okay, let me ask the same question. How many could use, how many thinks that they, they can be more of the doer of God's work? Oh, that's what I thought, that's what I thought, that's what I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, including me. I can't get enough of God's presence. That worship this morning, that worship this morning, my God, I wish every church on Sunday morning had what we had this morning. But you know, I don't need, I don't need Steve to play the drums. And I don't need, I don't need Zach to play the guitar and sing to turn me on on Sunday morning. Why? Because I come into the house of God ready. Ready, ready. Why? Because I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I lived too many years as just a hearer. I've lived too many years just being a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. How many want to be more of a doer? Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. How many want to be more? of a disciple so you know what you got to do why was Johnny a super duper Christian because he lived it not just on Sunday there's some things that we need to do and mom and dad and grandma and grandpas grandpas your kids aren't going to get this through osmosis okay maybe you didn't have it when you were young I know I didn't and it took me many, many, many years to learn this. Matter of fact, I love going to church. I, I, I lived in a government housing project. My mom and dad were divorced, but I love going to church. But I remember going to church thinking that offering time, and we're not taking an offering. I'm not... I remember as a young boy sitting on the front pew of Kensington Missionary Alliance Church thinking that offering time was halftime. Because the worship leader would get up and he'd say, turn in your hymnal to 359 and we will sing the first, second, and fourth verse. For to this day, I don't know why, we always skip the third verse. Right, Lance? You too. Yeah, you were in the same church. But I remember after the worship service was ended, the worship leader would say, you may all sit down. The pastor would get up and he said, now it's time to give our tithes and offering. And I remember as a young boy growing up on the front pew of that church, when the pastor would say, it's time to take our offering, I'd see three quarters of the adults head to the lobby to get a drink and to, and to socialize. And then after halftime, they would come in and hear the preacher, preacher preach. So my idea of giving as a young boy was it's not important. It's only halftime. It wasn't until I was in my 30s that I had to get rid of all that stinking thinking. That's just one example. But I pray that this week, this week, would you just say with me, say, Dear Heavenly Father, I want to move from being just a hearer of your word to being a doer, not just a believer, but being a disciple. So I commit today that I will read, I will pray, I will worship, I won't wait until Sunday, but I will do it seven days a week. Listen, if you haven't done it for five minutes, start with five minutes, start somewhere, start somewhere tomorrow morning being a doer of God's word.
If you don't have daily devotions with your wife or your husband, start somewhere. Even if it's can, before you, honey, before you run off to work, let's just pray. Let's just pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for a hedge of protection around, uh, yes, my family today as they go off to school, as they go off to the job. Father, I thank you that a thousand falls at their side than 10,000 at our right hand. No evil, no plague, no calamity, no COVID-19 comes nigh my dwelling place. I'm going to tell you something. It is the doer that's blessed. It's the disciple that is blessed. Well, brother, you got to do something. You're, you're telling me I got to do something? Well, the Bible says work out your own salvation. Salvation is a lifelong process. Let me just share this before I close. The word salvation has four tenses. Past, present, future. I was saved. I am being saved. And I will be saved. I was saved. I was saved. I am being saved. It's the word we call sanctification. The more I get into God's word, the more I am becoming, I am becoming more like him. And I will be saved. That is called glorification. That is when we are all taken out of here. It's called the rapture. <laughs> yeah. But until that day, I am going to grow up into the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to have a hunger for God's word like I've never had before. Would you bow your heads all over the house? If you're here today and you've never received Jesus into your heart, or maybe you have, but you haven't been living the life you know you should be living, I want to pray for you. Would you just slip up your hand just all over this auditorium? Just slip up your hand. I want to pray for you. You know, your life is not right with God. Your life is not right with God. So, Father, I pray right now. I pray right now for every boy, every girl, every teenager, uh, every mom and dad, every grandma and grandpa. Father, I thank you, Lord, for blessing their homes, blessing their families. We declare all our children will come to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, if they have gone astray, they're coming back home. They're coming back home. They're coming back home. And Father, we give you the praise. We give you the praise. And everyone said, Amen. Pastor Phil.